Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And I'm Phil Wolf of the Nefers Initiative. This is the Herpeticulture Podcast, which is part of the Herpeticulture Network. Enjoy the show. He doesn't get a say. We go when we go. And he's it's so funny just seeing his little like piece of his head just floating around. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it. I'm you to can turn it. your camera off if it's easier. Okay. I just won't be able to see like if you have questions or something. Like I can't see your facial expressions. Um, if I but, if I need to, I'll cue in and uh, give you a how hand. about that? Perfect. Well, this is episode 129 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. Name Jacob Roth with J.O.B. Morelia. Boy, he didn't miss a beat like he's been back this entire time. <laughs> Look at that. Uh, this show is brought to you by Steve Snakesbury and his Venom's Hot Sauces. Um, as we've said before plenty of times, if you buy his hot sauces, it directly helps him with relocations, general public outreach and education, and uh, helps take care of the animals that he uses for demonstrations, but also the animals that he takes in and rehabs and all that good stuff. So check it out. We highly recommend the cottonmouth sauce. We still have to try the we still have to try the new one. Yeah, no, we haven't tried. What, what was the new one again? It's uh, it's any any venom. I think is that one. Yeah, that's right. Why are yeah, there these gi- giant ants crawling all over me right now? Oh my God, you got ants in your pants, buddy. They got wings, dude. They got wings. They do, for real. This thing was just crawling on my screen. Now it's crawling on me. Some mother ant, boy. Demons. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, please check out Steve Snakeshuary. And this episode, we are joined by Dustin Gron. Do you, I mean, do you call it, so do you call your, your, I guess your business Gecko Sphere? Is that the official? I mean, it's just a, a name for my Instagram page, you know? Okay. Okay. I go by whatever. Like I don't have a Facebook page. My Facebook page is just me, Dustin Grom. I got you. Yeah, so we're excited about this episode because Dustin keeps all kinds of really cool stuff. Thank you, guys. I'm excited to be here. And he's uh, he's been a long time listener of the show as well. So yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been listening to you guys since pretty much the beginning. Mm-hmm. Nice man. Yeah, because I remember yeah, I mean, us messaging back and forth early on. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy your guys' show. It's it's pretty like. Informate like has a lot of good information. You guys have really good guests. You guys and the NPR crew, like it's top notch. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. And you and I, you and I have sibling uh, Janai. So I we mean, do. we're best we friends. Do. I got a yeah, right. I got a, a pair off of Chris. So that damn idea. Chris Painshab. He's just. Yeah. I described him in the Snakes and Sogies chat earlier today as like a dollar store heroin dealer. Like he only has to get he only has to get you once, and you're never yeah. going back to anyone else because yeah. he's just he's always got the stuff, and he's always like, "Dude, you want it? Cool, well, he's I'm sending he's it to you." To me now, I got some yeah. geckos for him. So, dude, and Chris is one of those like you don't ask. He's just like, "Here, you're taking this." And yeah, like, hey, okay, yeah. like you can't yeah, be it. home Wednesday. I'm sending you this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's a cool guy. We go back. Back and forth quite a bit. Yeah, man. Chris is awesome. We love he was Chris. excited when we said that you were coming on. He was like, Oh yeah, man, man, I talk to him all the time. That's awesome. So. Yeah, I think you're I think you're one of the only people that got a pair of those uh Jani. I got a lone man. I, I, I think I, he got 
I think his ratios are a little off. So yeah, they were, yeah, yeah, they were so super skewed. Way off. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, I saw that way, you got a female, and I was like, those. "You bastard." <laughs> But no, you know man, he's gonna awesome. have more in no time. Like, oh yeah, no nah, man, I'm I'm all I'm all waited out. I'm either gonna wait for him to. I, I'm I'd have to find the right one from the right person if I get one. That's yeah, but dude, his pair is so nice. They really are. I think it's that's the female I, in particular that really stands out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. One of them just glows yellow, man. It's insane. Radioactive. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, man, like, he shows off the Pituovis and stuff all the time, and, I mean, I like him and whatnot. My main, like, the one pit that I, I really have any serious interest in pursuing are the Northerns. Yeah, I really want Northern Pines. They are for like, sure on the want list. Yeah, I don't know I what it is. Great, Go ahead. I've been looking at Great Basins, too. Mm -hmm. They got some cool morphs. So. I'm not the biggest morph guy, but some of that stuff that they got is pretty nice. The only stuff I really like, like morph wise, I I'm really I really like the um the San Diego albinos. Yeah. Like those yes. are just out of this world. And then I, I I've always really liked Xanthic stuff. So I'm yep. really into like the Miami Xanthics. Those are super nice. But other than that, I'm all about the locality stuff. And we love the Kankakees. Oh, the Kankakees. That's another one I would I would someone said hey i have a pair of these do you have any interest in them i'd be like yeah well you're getting behind me on those ones buddy I've been, I've been that's fine for for a that's while. fine you do have a better appreciation for that genus than i do so damn right be like you know before we have this conversation why don't you go talk to to ij jake oh god did you introduce yourself as jlb morelia or did you do the new name i didn't i didn't do the new name yet because i haven't i hadn't posted about it's not it official right? No, it's not official, so I did do JLB Morelia still. But I have settled on the name. I got a logo in place and all that. And uh yeah. That'll get uh that'll get dropped here soon. So I was cleaning some stuff last night and noticed my female Cyania was out and about, and I am fairly certain she is gravid again, and I only paired her the one time. Yeah, I'm so how's her that again. how's that going with uh all the legislation. It, we're pretty much on hold right now. Yeah, they're not going to be meeting again about it until the the new year. Um, and so I haven't, like, I haven't paired mine intentionally because by the time you, th I mean, if you think about it, by the time she lays, incubation is like a hundred plus days, getting them feeding and stuff. So like by the time that rolls around, hopefully they would be ready to go and I could sell them, you know, the babies if that's what I end up having going on. Um, sell those sort of on the fly and be able to unfortunately part with that stuff before the laws get put into place. Assuming they get included in it, I don't see any way that they won't be those anheloderma. So I, we'll, we'll see, but pretty much they're just yeah. on hold right now, yeah. but she looks very, very fat. Like either she has a massive present for me coming or she's got eggs, but it felt more like eggs. So, so you haven't paired her since you got the last clutch. Yeah, she double clutched the first time. And then now like she did shed about about a month ago. So I put the lay box back in there with her just in case. And I was like, here we go. And it's like they're not it's not hard. It's just that that long wait. Yeah, just that, that crazy incubation time is kind of what's like staring at the freaking calendar every day. Like how many more days? It feels so. like forever. 
Yeah, especially with those. Yeah. Uh, but I got some stuff that came in from Dr. Lochman today. Lochman. Apparently the GH is spelled like a like a C like a K sound. So it's Lochman? Yeah, because I've been listening. So we have this big like murder case going on in our town right now, and the family that's involved is called the Murdaw. Like it, you, we always pronounce it Murdaws, but apparently it's Murdoch. It's that GH. Oh, really? So I guess technically his name should be Lockman. Um, but he sent me the Beijing female Dion that he had, the lone baby that it produced, and then a nice Mexican male beards. Um, and that dude, that Beijing like female, that yeah, yeah, that he's he's yeah. pretty good looking. He's yeah. he's in shed, it looks like. So, him and that Davis Davis Mailer due to shed soon, and I'm really excited to see that Davis uh, Davis Mail get that that desert skin off of him. Um, but he's that Beijing season, that, man. huh? He's yeah, he is. Season. Him and Billy. Yeah. And Chris, you got to uh, next time you come over, you got to see that Beijing female man. Like pictures, do not do that snake justice. It looks like oh, a yeah. like a freaking glazed sculpture. So much shininess to it, and it's got like this like burgundy red. It looks kind of like a light like a brown or an orangish color in pictures. But I'm gonna try and get her out for some natural light pictures tomorrow before I go to work. But, oh my oh, god. Yeah, I was not like when I saw pictures that that Doc had sent me. You know, it just looked like she was maybe black with some of the yellow, you know, the yellow stripes. And then I opened the bag earlier when she came in. I was like, "Oh my god!" Jeez. So excited about those. Yeah, super excited. Seems like you're really enjoying the Dion's. They're cool. How do you like those? I mean, they're uh, they're supposed to be like mellow, like messenger's book talks about how you can pretty much grab them in the wild and like they don't bite but my original pair that i got from doc couple couple weeks ago um they're kind of feisty and they i don't know they're they're kind of once they're in hand they're okay but they're ready to go when you open that tub right yeah so anxious to play with those but lots going on yeah i'm supposed to get some some corns from jt at Silent Hill Reptiles next week. I'm sending him some stuff. Um, a lot going on. I'm getting some morphs from him to tie into the locality stuff down the, down the line. Um, just to see kind of what happens and experiment and, and play with things a little bit. and should be interesting. Put some yeah, new blood in those morphs, too. Hmm? It'll put some new blood into those morphs, too? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm most curious to see is like what happens when you take stuff that's been selectively bred over generations like that, and then throw it back to you know the basics more or less, and see what happens. I talked to Doctor Wyman about it, and he's pretty much said uh, nothing really substantial. So I was like, okay, but still curious. So got to man, got to try. That's how you get some of those crazy looking mm -hmm. morphs man is tying it back into weird wild type animals and then you just go with it that's how you get the funky stuff yep 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 but uh a quick enough about you geez yeah well i'm sorry <laughs> there's just there's a lot going on man <laughs> I'm uh, just 
a lot of moving parts recently yeah. with the collection because now I'm having to figure out where the hell I'm going to put everything. Uh, so we'll jump right into it. Uh, just a sort of a quick background on how you got in the herps. Um, well, I've just I've had reptiles my whole life. Um, my uncle is the one who really got me into it. He's been he was he passed away when I was pretty young, but uh, he was like a decent decent part of like the Tucson community. He helped start like one of the first reptile shops here and helped start like the Tucson Reptile Expo. And so like I've just always had bearded dragons or corn snakes or something at my house. And even going through like high school and all that, I wasn't super big into them, but I always had like a lizard or two in my room. Yeah. And then I haven't, I guess like four years ago, I started getting back into it pretty seriously. Uh, started to grow the collection again and just put my put my hat into breeding, you know? Mm-hmm. It seems like everybody kind of has at least one point you know, it seems to be usually high school or, or college where they, you know, sort of, I guess, pull yeah. back on the hobby a little bit, well, but then eventually just. College, yeah, my freshman year of college, I got a pair of uh, a Bronia, a Bronia Grimaldi. Oh, nice. Was, oh, nice. Jumped back into it, yeah. I did pretty well with them. It was just, once I moved back down into Tucson, it was, it was too hot here in my reptile. Mm-hmm. I had to move them on, but one day I'll get back to those. Nice. So what was the, like, as far as the, the corns and stuff, like, were those something that you got through that pet shop that your uncle was working with, or how did you end up with yeah, well, I mean, he would, a lot he of the animals? Spread. Yeah, he had okay. a huge reptile room. He had dark frog, big, like, uh, Burmese pythons, a bunch of colubrids, corn snakes, king snakes, all kinds of stuff. Everything that was big, like, in the, in the early 2000s, he was doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So I remember going over to his house and just being fascinated with everything. Like, yes, yeah. I want this one day. It's crazy how much corn morphs have changed since then, man, because that was yeah, about yeah. the time that, that my dad and I were breeding stuff. And, like, I'm now having to play catch up on all these morphs and figure out, you know, how, like, Sarah Moore at Sarah's Snake Shop put out some videos that break down different genes and stuff like Cinder and whatnot. And been really enjoying those, but I just feel like, I mean, I know a lot's changed, but it's just, the amount of stuff that we have now as far as corns is just unbelievable compared to what it was 20 years ago. The corn morphs have changed a lot in the last, like, you know, five to 10 years, man. Cause like when I first started going to reptiles, like I probably first, my first show, I was probably, I don't know, 15 or something, you know, and about when I was like 15 or 16, you know, like you saw there were quite a few corn morphs, you know, you still had the, the ultra amos and motley's and all, all that good stuff you know but ever since then man like because back then i was really into the morph stuff and i did a lot of research into it and none of this stuff was there back then man oh mm-hmm. my gosh you know and that was just you know 10 years ago or less you know yep. and it's been ever since then it's just oh it's exploded man like the amount of morphs they have now and yeah, you, know, you go on Morph Market and you choose what kind of corn snake you want based on the <laughs> it's morph. It's unbelievable. You know, like I could because I don't get on Morph Market Market that often. I mostly, you know, I check it daily. I yeah, and so I get you know, I started getting on Morph Market because people kept sending me stuff. And I was like, man, I need to check that out more often. And I was looking at corn snakes because Chris done got me the bug, and I'm probably mm-hmm. gonna it, but 
group of stuff from him. Um, like I say, because I like the uh, the exantic looking stuff, so I think I'm going to try and get some anery and charcoal projects from him. Oh yeah. But um, you know, so I was looking a little bit at that, and then I clicked corn snakes, and it's like you ch- you chose what you wanted based <laughs> on the morph, and it just yeah. blew my mind. I was like, "What the heck is this, man?" I was just expecting corn snakes, but no. So you what got- the hell happened? Yeah, it's endless sometimes. Yeah, I didn't know what to do with myself. I was like, "What do I pick?" Like, I don't know. Like, all right. So riddle me this. I don't know if Dustin knows or not, but when you're on Morph Market, is there a way to look at just at, like if I go on carpet pythons? I don't want to look at jungle specifically. I just want to look at all the carpet pythons. Is there not a way to do that on Morph Market? Am I going crazy uh, and thinking that I, I there's know. not that button? Okay. I don't think so, dude. I hope I, that just drives me crazy. It's like if I want to look at green trees, I don't want to have to go through each locality or you know whatever and look at them. I want to see them all. Just I'm going to go through them all anyways. Like just yeah. give me them all in a list. But yeah, it does that for it does that for rat snakes. Like you just click rat snakes and it pulls up the rat snakes. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then it's you yeah, go to that other like separate category. So that's... right. Yeah. Like rat snakes are their one thing, so it doesn't matter if it's new world or old world. That's where they're gonna be. Yeah, I guess I didn't know that they separated carpet pythons. Yeah, I it's like brettles, inlands, like all the subspecies. Yeah, yeah. So, I just wish there was a way to look at all of them. Well, if brettles are in there, they may as well put green trees in there. I mean, come on, brettles aren't carpets. That's an, that's another debate for another day. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just it's a trailer carpet pythons. I just got <laughs> Oh yeah, no, it's uh... <laughs> man, you got a lot of stuff though. What's your yeah. what's your current um, collection looking like? Yeah, I mean, it's how do you diverse? Uh, I mean, crazy. I've got from leopard geckos to scrub pythons. So nice. I've what got, kind of scrubs do you have? Uh, I've got a male lamina, and then I've got a buddy's um, male barnet that's sitting here. Nice. Pretty sure it's a sarong locality. It's nice. He's cool. He's a big boy. Sweet. So, where do you, you know, you said you started like getting heavier into it, you know, about four years ago. You know, where'd you, where'd you start four years ago when you started getting heavy back into it? Um, I started with crested geckos actually. Okay. I just got, got a few crested geckos, started breeding those. Um, jumped into the gargoyle geckos. Now, those have been a lot of fun. I, I enjoy those a lot more than the, the crested geckos actually. Yeah. Yeah. I started kind of doing the whole, uh, like, Noah's art thing too just getting anything that i could like everyone goes through that phase absolutely uh, i mean i've had a few different ball pythons come through here some stuff that i was like oh i'm gonna read ball pythons but it's kind of boring yeah but, yeah I mean, it seems like it'd be fun to have like a pair and just kind of yeah well, i got a male my, my my wife has a male here so i gotta get i gotta get a female no <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah, male laying around. May as well. Yeah. You um, need to hit up Jeff and Kendra. They've been hatching out some cool stuff lately. I don't really know to. anything about it, but <laughs> it looks neat. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, other than that, it's just uh I've got some good I got some good friends locally that have helped me through the way too. Nice. Give me some of the cooler geckos that I have and gotten me into like scrub pythons and stuff like that. I've kind of been focusing on, uh, I guess, more of the like obscure stuff, like the colonics and some of the mm-hmm. New World rat snakes. New World colubrids in general have been really, really, uh, really getting to me. Big same, man. Big same. You uh, saw. I got a Baron's Ranger. 
the superior horned snake. Nice. There was one uh, you posted recently that I can't remember the name of, but I saw it, I think, today, and it was so stinking cool, and I can't... Is those reticulated geckos? Is that what those are? Those Odura? Um, yeah, I've got Odura. They're uh, velvet geckos. They're the reticulated velvet geckos. Oh, okay. Those are cool. I just hatched out some of those not too long ago. Uh, I've got a That's the there. first time I've really seen those too. I don't. Is, I mean, is there a lot of people doing much with those? Um, I mean, they're more on the obscure side. There's, there's mm -hmm. some gecko people that do work with them. Yeah, I've, I got a couple of buddies that hopefully I can just kind of trade some stuff off, get a few different, few new species. Mm -hmm. Dude, That's uh, the way to do it. Tell us a little about the uh, the Mexican night snakes you got. Oh, those guys. Yeah, those are cool. Yeah, that's um, what I, I was like, talking about. I just looked at your page real quick, and man, I saw those, and I was like, yeah, what? Yeah, those guys are badass, man. Um, well, I've, I've, ever since I first saw them, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I was like, man, I need to get these one day. And they just popped up locally. A pair popped up, and I was like, eh, I guess I got to go get these. But they're cool. They're a, a colubrid that I think used to be around a little bit more. Like mm -hmm. a, a few years ago and just kind of disappeared people stopped working with them i saw a pair pop up and i just i had to go get them are those oh. eating rodents yeah yeah okay they got a, they're, they're ferocious yeah you got a pair yeah i got a pair that's cool man that's awesome i saw a picture of those man I, my I, my jaws dropped man those things are yeah, so they're, cool. and they're, pretty. they're both azampic so oh sure. yeah. okay yeah, so usually they're, they're like bright red. That's why I, I really wanted to get uh, an exanthic and then like a head. Like you get a little bit of both, but. Right. I think those are probably the closest thing to Boiga you'll get in America. Yeah, well, we've got leer snakes here in Arizona. Those guys are cool. Those are pretty close to Boiga. Mm -hmm. well, you gotta let me know when you reproduce those night snakes, man. I will, dude. It should be. My male's pretty small still, so maybe a few more years, but. Yeah, man. Definitely, definitely, you know. definitely get your post about that. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, you're good. Sound like a big dog. <laughs> sorry, my wife's here. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, you're fine. I want some of those night snakes we saw in Texas, man. Oh, yeah. They're lizard eaters. I don't really feel like dealing with that. Yeah. What's that? Sorry about that. The little night snakes we were finding in Texas along the cuts and stuff. Yeah, those guys are cool. They're really they'd, cool. They'd be cool if they got big. Those would be. I, guess, <laughs> like, be I don't know. I kind of like the small size of them. I kind of yeah. like the. I mean, I've always kind of been drawn to the like the dwarf species of stuff and sort of the insular, like just smaller for whatever reason. I'm a big man. I like small snakes. I don't know. But those are fun. What? Yeah, I mean, I've got, um, I'm also into like Indo-Pacific pythons, Australian oh, yeah. stuff, the scrubs, and then I've got, I've got a rough scale male here, that oh, thing nice. is so badass, I got that from uh, Brett at Fieldstone yep. Herd, yeah, 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 that thing is phenomenal, that thing is so cool, uh, dude, the cage almost. you did for that is awesome, thanks man, that's also what I just, like, I just love doing that, that too, that's like one of my favorite parts about keeping, is just making cages and backgrounds. Because you did that with spray foam, right? And then you carved it. No, that's um like that purple insulation foam. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just carved that out with like a yeah. hot wire foam cutter. 
Mm -hmm. And I used, uh, I did like the dry lock and acrylic paint. Dude, you should cut those to size, different XOs and stuff, and sell those. Actually, there, yeah, is, there is a market for that because I would totally it. get some for my bear. For like, I do like a beard setup with yeah. some of those. Think, I'm not I that think artistic. It's pretty easy to ship, so. I don't think it's too I, difficult to ship. Yeah, I'm not skilled enough to be able to, to make it look that good. And like if I, I, I did the foam background thing with the dart frogs and that looked okay, but that's because there was a bunch of like stuff in it and on it. So you couldn't really see how jacked up it was or how, how I used too much foam. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's how that's how my first ones were, you know. You just gotta keep doing it. I mean if you mess up, you just start over. Not not that big of a deal. Yeah, that's one thing I want to start getting into more as I progress is doing more like builds on enclosures. So, you know, because I do do I do keep a lot of stuff in racks and, you know, I've got some cages and stuff. But I want to start doing more more naturalistic setups and, you know, put more more time into some enclosures moving forward. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Like I have I mean, I have racks, you know, I have racks, I have aquariums, I have fake plants, I have everything. Yeah, for sure. It really depends on the species too. Right. Is you have some dart frogs, right? I did. Um okay. yeah, I've had Lucamellus and then I have I've had Bassies. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed the Bassies. Those things were cool. I've uh, heard those are a blast. I never had yeah. any, but I just got tired of fruit flies. Yeah. So, yeah. And I I had two Bassies. It wasn't really like enough for me to make my own fruit fly cultures. But to go drive into town. Every right. week, every other week. But then I started hatching out tiny geckos that eat fruit flies, so I kind of <laughs> you know, got rid of them a little prematurely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what came first originally? Where like where, when you first got into to herps, I guess originally, and then when you came back to them, was it like did you go in with more of a focus on lizards or more on snakes? Um, I think I've always kind of been drawn to lizards. Um, like I've, I've always had weird little skinks that I picked up from triple L or something when I was a kid, mm -hmm. like that cool little thing sitting in the deli cup that no one wanted. Yeah. Um, uh, that, and I mean, I've, then I've always, I've had like pyros, we've had, we had their eyes and stuff, some weird little colubrids growing up. But I think I was, I was more drawn to lizards. Like when I first, first got back into it, like I said, I picked up that, those are a bronio. And mm -hmm. geckos, and we also got that that ball python that I have. But it's it's hard, it's hard for me to choose. I have a pretty <laughs> good mix. What do you have more yeah. of currently? More geckos? I think yeah, more geckos definitely. I got you. I've got a, a tegu too. I forgot about that. That's I picked that up when I first got back into it. Nice. Tegus cool. are awesome, man. I've always like low key wanted one, just haven't, you know, had the time, money, or space to actually get yeah, one. Yeah, it's almost like a parrot, man. I feel like if you have to have yeah. a certain amount of time dedicated to them on a regular basis to really keep right. them from being just handfuls. Yeah, I I worked with her every day when she was little. I always had her out, and she was a sweetheart. And now, like, I don't take her out as much, but she's still she's still nice. Like, I can pick her up and pet her and do whatever I need to with her. But she's also just kind of likes her alone time, likes to mm -hmm. have to mess with. I got. You. I've actually I built a cage outside for her. Nice. Hey, so you I got the got the weather for it. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I put her outside and she turned crazy. <laughs> <laughs> turned into a you know, I pack. think when we had Carlos and Nancy on 
from tropical reptiles and exotics down in Florida. I want to say they were talking about how, for whatever reason, when you put them outside and they get more of that UV and stuff, maybe it's an mm-hmm. exposure thing. Like they get a little more crazy. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think it's, it's, I went from a cage that had three, four, five sides blocked out on it to a screen cage outside. Mm-hmm. You just got to wait. Man, like, I had, yeah. He's inside right now. He didn't like it. No, she's she's back inside because we it just rained for like a week straight here. My backyard was flooded. I had like oh, six geez. inches of water in my backyard, but she's inside. She's my friend again. I wonder too right. if it's like a natural sort of paranoia, like birds of prey and stuff like that. It might be. Like like maybe that. they realize how open things are now, and that maybe if they're if they don't have you know a hide or something to really feel like they disappeared and they can't be seen. I don't know, but yeah, who knows? Do you ever get any Aggies or any Um, like small monitors or anything? I I want to, I want to bad. Um, eventually, definitely. They're, they're high on the list. We're, we're currently renting this house now. So Mm -hmm. we're looking to buy a house, hopefully maybe next year. And, uh, then I'll be able to really, really go big. I've got roommates and stuff too, so it's a little hard. Uh, I gotcha. Yeah. It's it's nice when you're your own landlord though, I will say that. Yeah. Yeah. Has its perks. Now the only the only person I have to hide stuff from now is Katie. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife's come to expect it. Well, I got that stuff in a day, and I she was like, "Why didn't you eat before we did this?" And I was like, "Well, I was putting all the you know the snakes that Zach sent me and stuff." And she's like, "What snakes?" I was like, "I told you about these last <laughs> night, like very specifically. I made last sure you night. were aware yeah. the day before you got them. <laughs> I'd known about it for a week and a half. Doesn't matter. Oh, by the way, I'm getting some snakes tomorrow. Okay, good night. Well, we were talking like we were in the room looking at how we want to like rearrange how I should rearrange things because I might have to get rid of the you know, the brettles to make space. And, you know, I was like, well, I got this stuff coming tomorrow. I got the stuff in the closet. That's in quarantine. And Chris, like, she's like, what stuff? And I told her, and I was like, here they are. And I set them up and shouldn't be any surprise. I was very forthcoming with the information. Jeez. But- Why did you tell them once, right? That's right. It's better to ask for forgiveness and permission. <laughs> you just keep so, that thought process, buddy. Yeah. So a little bit more about my collection I have now. I've also got um, a pair of Sonoran bows. Really oh, those. Yeah. I've got a Pierce Sonoran leopard male and a Hypo oh. Sonoran head leopard female, both uh, produced by Ben Russo. I fully regret getting rid of my Terra Humeras years ago because those were, those were, I mean, they were mean as shit, but they were cool. Yeah, that's something I want to add to. I've always uh, had a spot for Boas, man. I don't know what it is, but I always like Boas. Me too. My male's super. Well, once again, it's like, yeah, it's that smaller boat, like that smaller variety that I was into. They only get like four or five feet, maybe. It's awesome. Oh, and that leopard jean. Oh man, the leopard sweet. that leopard jeans are just out of this world, man. And I really like like I wanted to stay with like the pure Sonoran stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely doesn't seem to be as much of that 
floating around now as there there was. I don't know if it's just me not paying attention to like the boa circles or what, but it definitely seems like Terra Humeras and like pure Sonorans and stuff are kind of harder to come across now. Yeah, especially like the pure, um, uh, what are they? Ah, uh, Jonah Blake. The uh, Hog Islands, those guys. Yeah, like yeah. Those guys are hard to find now. Yeah, you used to, I actually used to see those quite often quite back, yeah. you know, like, I don't know, eight years ago or so, you can see them pretty often. I almost saw them at, you know, most shows and everything, but they've just kind of fallen off. Like, I don't know. I don't see them very often at all anymore. Same with like the Calker K stuff. Like yes. Those, you don't see that insular stuff. I know, man. I should have got my hands on some of those. When like I the, Hog Islands, the Hog Islands are, you know, you can find them occasionally, but that, that stuff, you know, the, yeah, no, that, those are real hard to come by nowadays. Yeah, I think you just got to kind of watch the bigger breeders, like the guys that have been doing it forever. Right. Once they release litters, you just got to hop on it. Yeah, I really want to get into some of the locality red tail stuff. Yeah. That's so like cool. you're talking oh, really? about, uh, you're talking about Brett, <laughs> Brett Bender from uh, Fieldstone, man. I can't remember the the red tails that he's got off the top of my head. But I want to say it was either Guyana's or Suriname's. If I'm I was going to say, I think they're, I think they're Suriname's. Let me look it up. Suriname's are nice. But man, those things are absolutely lights out, gorgeous, man. I just love the look of those, and I also really want um Argent Argentinian boas. Yeah, yeah, those, those are, awesome. are out of this world. But yeah, there's a couple. See, oh boas. yeah, yeah, Surinams are what what Surinam. he's got. It looks okay. like. Yeah, no man. Oh, his Surinams are just insane. I Remember Bolivians used to be a big thing too. Bolivians, Bolivians kind of disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I think you just got to know where to look. Just got to watch those breeders. So, I, I mean, they that, uh, a post about it, and uh, they're sold out in hours. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. That stuff goes now, man. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Some of these things are like just pink on the sides, like like a like a medium rare steak. <laughs> Nice and juicy. Ugh. Yeah, blood running down your chin. <laughs> yeah, Brett's Brett works some works with some really cool stuff, man. Dude, Brett's yeah, got is. awesome stuff. He's, He's got good guy. taste. He's a super cool dude too, man. He was supposed to go to with us to Texas, but uh, oh, he ended man. up he got a new house, so he ended up having like closing day was that same week or something that we were gone, so he ended up having to bail last minute. But damn, would have been cool. Yeah, I, I, awesome. I drool over his rough skills all the time too, because he's he's yeah. the only one lately that's had some for sale that I've seen. Yeah, no, he, he does. There's all kinds of stuff Brett's got that I want, man. He's just he's just an all around cool dude. It's even better because he's a Packer fan. He's from Wisconsin. Oh, I forgot about that. Rock and roll, baby. Football. Yeah. So what do you actively you just hatched out some coleonics? Yeah. So I'm what are you out, actively breeding right now? I've mostly geckos. Um crested geckos, gargoyle geckos, the colonics, and the odura. I've got some some native lizards in a, in a little spring cage out back. They're uh, like the ornate tree lizards, but they're they're pretty cool. They're red. Usually the That's ones around cool. my house are uh, like a gray, black, and we found some red ones, so I've got eggs from those guys. Uh, but yeah, I think that's about it. I've got um, I got some spotted pythons that should go next year, hopefully. Nice. Yeah, I got a trio of those. 
Sweet. And everything else, I'm pretty much just raising up. A lot of my snakes. Like I just, I try to buy stuff young so it gets used to my room and my conditions. And I think it'll be a little easier down the line. It's just, it's fun to see stuff progress yeah. and it's oh, yeah. like, you know, see it like, I've got some some snakes that have severe sentimental value because I had them when they were tiny and it's like, I don't want to get rid of them because yep. right. like you've seen them grow and you've seen them produce more babies and, you know. It's... Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, I just hatched out some of those, uh, uh, the Western banded geckos too. Mm -hmm. You guys were talking about getting into those, so. Yeah, and he sent me pictures. He's like, <laughs> oh, man. They're cool, man. They're little leopard geckos. Yeah, that's awesome. I just don't know where the hell I'd put them. Like, I'm I literally, it, when I say I'm like right full here. on space, I mean, like, I am, I've got, thankfully, the, the DMs and stuff don't really need heat. Like, they do yeah. fine at room temperatures. They don't have to, they can sit on top of a cage somewhere or something. But, like, once the stuff from Chris comes out of quarantine and whatnot, like, I gotta figure something out because yeah, it's getting rough. Yeah. So, Dustin, how many um, how many guards are you breeding right now? Um, two point three, I think. Yeah, I got two point three going. Um, one of them's a little older, so she's just laying slugs. But might get something out of her. This probably be her last year, right. and then she'll just retire and be a pet. Um, I've got. And I've got two other females that one is just starting to lay eggs. The other one, her eggs are starting to hatch. So Nice. Yeah. And then I've got some other ones that are raising up. Yeah. Like like I said earlier, I'm really into like super like gray and exam. Like I've said, I really like exantic. So I'm, I'm trying to, I, I want to get a pair of guards. Cause I've always loved guards. I want a pair of guards that are like super like just gray and black in color. Yeah. A lot like, of my stuff has... Some red, like red striping and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I know a lot of I people love the eyes. red yeah. and stuff. I love dark eyes are the best. Absolute dark, dark gray and black. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of, yeah, a lot of my stuff's like the dark with red stripes. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, for sure. I just got a killer male that's red base, red stripe. So, oh, yeah. Year, so, hopefully, he'll make some nice babies. Do you find those to be a little trickier than Crested's as far as yes. getting eggs? Because yes, I, I had it. So I had a, what did I have? I had two females and I borrowed a friend's male and I could never, never get it to work. Like for yeah. whatever reason, I could never get anything out of them. Um, I mean, I've only, this is only my second year breeding them. So I haven't really figured them out, but they're definitely a little bit trickier. Um, I feel like they go, they can, they can go a little bit further apart between laying eggs. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like food is a pretty big motivator for them to lay eggs. You got to keep them fed. Uh, like if I skip a couple days or something, I get a little lazy one week, mm -hmm. the eggs will come de definitely come later. Crested geckos, you can ignore them and you'll get eggs. right. Yeah, those so I never had any issues with. Yeah, but I don't. It just seemed like they were pickier. A little bit. It's probably the like the they were more more particular about when any of that actually happened. Yeah. Because had I, like I had it. that pair had that pair work, that would have been a just absolutely stellar pair, you know, stellar yeah. babies. I think that's probably why I like them a little more, a little bit more of a challenge. Mm -hmm. And they they seem to be calmer too than my crested geckos. Like those babies just sit there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I've always liked more about guards. I feel like they. 
they walk more than they jump. I'm like, yeah. you know. I mean, I've got some crazy ones too, though, so it all kind of depends. Yeah. Do that. I had some crests that were just nut jobs, man. Like you open <laughs> open the lid to the tub, and they're just like a missile, just yeah. onto the floor, and you hear that splat, and them hitting the hit the floor. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're like showing show them off to people, and they're like, everyone freaks out, and like, no, don't worry, it's fine. Fine. Just scoop them up, throw them back in. I had some males, dude. You'd open the tub and like two of them dropped their tail just randomly. Like I wouldn't even do anything. I was like changing the paper towel or something. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm going to drop my tail. I've only had one drop of tail and it was when I was moving. As, as crude as it sounds, I ended up feeding the tails to some of the corn snakes. Oh, I, I fed mine in my tegu. Still, still moving? Yeah, exactly. Got to recycle hey, it. No waste, man. That's, yep. that's good. Yeah. Yep, and any infernal eggs I get, you or my blue tongue or something like that, something will eat it. Yeah, for sure. Do you do you find it harder to have like a diverse collection in the sense that like you have lizards, you've had some frogs, you've had snakes, like keeping up with all of it? Like with snakes and stuff, if you just have snakes, it's kind of easy because everyone's sort of on the same schedule more or less. Yeah, but like with that, um, like trying to remember, like I when I started transitioning from crested to snakes and stuff. It's, I say it all the time, like snakes spoil you because, like, the geckos and whatnot, I was spending hours each week feeding everything and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so, as I, mean, I, as I switched, it got a little more difficult to sort of keep up with stuff and make sure everything was covered. And yeah, well, I've got, I try to streamline it as much as possible. Like, I've got a dubia colony, so I could just, I don't really have to worry about getting feeders too often for all my geckos. Uh, and then I just got like a big bottle of Pangea that I make every week. So I can just go by, squirt it into the little cups, and just throw the food dishes in. It's it's not it's not too hard. A lot of my stuff is pretty tropical too, so it's like I don't really have to worry about keeping stuff super dry or super super moist, you know, like super. Mm -hmm. So it's I just try to I try to work with some of the stuff that's kind of similar, I guess. But I mean, I've also got northern blue tongues that are just bulletproof. Don't really care. Mm -hmm. It's. I, I haven't found it to be too difficult. No. I just you see some of these, you know, YouTubers and stuff that have like everything: tegus, bearded dragons, monitors, and they got yeah. snakes, and they got fish, and they got you know everything. And it's like, how the hell do you keep up with all of it? The schedule helps too. It's like it just just the bill alone when you're looking at that yeah. much oh, yeah. different stuff that you got to make sure you have and. It, wild yeah yeah i haven't gotten to the aquatics yet but i don't know yeah, notice he said yet cool. yeah yes. i have a turtle <laughs> i don't know if that really counts what kind uh, oh, a little can... little mud turtle oh cool won't get, uh, won't get too big. yeah won't get too big but i don't know i used to, i used to be obsessed with turtles when i was a little kid too so i had to get some get one of those i want a snapping turtle one day yeah, they're illegal here, so. Oh, man. That's like common snappers are? All of them. Why? That's weird. Beats me. I guess they don't want them to get out and become invasive. I think, there's a, I think there's a population of alligators in Phoenix. I've heard a rumor about that. Wouldn't surprise me. Nah, me either. They're like the, the squirrels of fresh bodies of water here. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. We've got them. Um, uh, an invasive group of like spiny soft shells 
in this mm-hmm. man-made river that runs behind my house. So I'm always back there just looking for them and catching those too. Nice. I love soft shell turtles, man. Yeah, they're cool. So cool. Fastest <laughs> turtles on land I have <laughs> oh, ever yeah. seen. Oh, yeah. Well, they're flat and aerodynamic. They so are like, They're insane. almost like a frisbee where if they get a little draft under them, they just kind of take off like a UFO. Dude, they fly, boy. They are crazy, man. I've yeah. never Especially, seen a turtle. Dude, try to catch them in water. Dude, it's so hard. Oh, they're yeah. They're so slippery, too. It. It's not like a normal shell that you just grab onto. No, there's no it's grip. It's a giant frisbee. Yeah. And, man, some of the ones we have back here are huge. It's like if a frisbee and a and a uh, and a pancake had a baby. And, <laughs> exactly. and a Stingray with legs. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. They just glide. They float. They're crazy, man. They're so cool. I absolutely love soft shell turtles, man. Oh yeah, they're cool. There was um when I lived in Texas, there's a we called it the duck pond. It had a bunch of ducks, but um they had so many stinking turtles in there and like it was mostly ye- a lot of yellow bellies and red ears but man they had a stupid amount of soft shells and they had soft shells i'm talking like you know three four feet long you know across the shell on these things man they were just yeah. absolutely huge oh, yeah. you know and I, they would come up to the bank and you know people would feed them and stuff you know so me as i went up and i'd get like lettuce and stuff to try and feed them and try and i tried to pass it along to people feeding bread and stuff because you know <laughs> bread's not good and you know so i'm like yeah feed greens you know but everybody's like Meh. But, you just roll up to a pond and there's an army of soft shells starts coming out of the water and following you around i would be surprised man those things those things can be intimidating yeah they get they, huge they get so big man they're awesome i too have been tempted by by snapping turtles and bill bradley has he's got some alligator snappers and i've been very i've contemplated trying my hand at those but that's just another thing where it's like at some point that's going to be more space than i'm, I'm a can yeah. commit to and b am willing to commit to yeah, yeah but, i love nah, I, like alligator, cool. I like alligator snappers more but the pure size of those things is what would prevent me from getting them you know because like a common commons don't get nearly as big as you know alligators alligators just get absolutely mm-hmm. mad, you yeah. know, guys. if you're gonna do it you gotta you gotta feel to keep them outside i feel like yeah or to have like a full on facility that you can yeah, you know, or, that. or like, make it like that you can make like an indoor pool for yeah, it. Yeah. They got dude, have you seen that something comparable to the dwarf cayman setups? Yeah. Justin, have you seen the alligator snappers at the Serpentarium in Edisto? It's been a very long time. Dude, those things I mean, it's been several years for me too, but man, the last time I saw those things, good God, those things were the size of a freaking table. You know, like they were huge. I've seen some diesel ones crossing the road over on your side of town. It's been a long time, but probably one of the biggest ones I ever saw was crossing the road. And it was like a freaking dinosaur. Just do, 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 didn't care. I didn't nothing. know. we. I didn't know we really had alligators around here. I didn't think you'd see them around these parts. No, I'm talking about common. You talking about uh, alligators? Common. Yeah. I was talking about alligator snappers. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, alligator so snappers cool huge, but no common snappers. Yeah. I've seen some pretty big ones, but nothing compared to the alligators. Uh, yeah, I've seen, but turtles are just too much work for me. Turtles are a lot yeah. of work. Anything it's with water has to, is too much work, man. Yeah. Well, it's just the filtration, man. If you don't put serious money into a good filtration system, you're just going to be cleaning out that tank like at least Constantly. once a week. Yeah, and it. I had a ten gallon with some like a little uh, 
like a little painted turtle and some other stuff, you know, back when I was a kid and it was like having to clean that thing constantly. I was like, this, these aren't fun. Like these just too much. Yeah. And they get real gross if you Filtration let it go. Is key. Yeah. Filtration is key. Makes your life a lot easier. If I, when I have the space and money, I might put the time, money and whatnot into, um, a diamondback terrapin. Yeah. yeah I've cool. always loved terrapins so much. Yeah. You know? So if once I, once I really have, cause I have, I have plans to have a shed on uh, some property for, you know, all my animals one day. A she so shed. If, I, if I can, yeah, snake uh -huh. a she shed, my she shed. Um, so if I do that, I want to set up some bigger enclosures for stuff like a caiman and uh diamondback terrapin and maybe a, maybe a snapper one of these days. But why do you think coleonics aren't more popular? I don't know, man. I mean, they're, they're awesome. They're full of personality. They're small. They're super easy to keep. Um, maybe it's just, I mean, they're not, there's not a lot of hype behind them. You know, they're not like, there's not a lot of crazy morphs in them. There's, there's leucistics. I think that's about it. And like the Western bandits, but I really don't know why they're not more popular. They're, they're an awesome little gecko. Mm -hmm. Chris Especially and Phil like, were, were talking about them a lot at one point and I was like it sounded like the genus sounded familiar and I looked them up and I was like oh okay I've seen those and then seeing them in person in Texas I was like these things are so freaking badass man they're, it's, it's, yeah. it's like we yeah, have this in I our mean, own backyard and no one cares and the, like, the like, uh, Mexican ones, uh, Yucatans that I have and the Central American ones they can take cooler temperatures and they're not mm -hmm. it doesn't really affect them That's catching awesome. them in texas was a blast yeah i love we only here, so. i think we saw maybe like four of them over the entire week but five i guess if you count the one that i didn't catch and busted my nail for but um yeah oh, man just break a uh, nail no i like it's gone now but i <laughs> i did like smash it grabbing it trying to grab a small one that was like anything, going under a bush right? yeah but they started doing like the tail wave thing that leopards do when they're like oh, yeah. thinking about dropping their tail and stuff. And I would have felt so bad if one well, did when we were there. When hunting too. Yeah. Right before they like strike at their prey, they'll sit there and just wave their tail. Mm -hmm. They're so cool to watch. I don't do think we have... saw any adults though. I think everything we saw was still like juveniles or close to hatchlings. Like they were pretty small, yeah. Dustin, do you keep any uh the uh, cave geckos? No, that's something I might be getting into pretty soon, though. Um, I've got a buddy here in Tucson that keeps them, and he's he's actually the ones that got me into like these the Yucatan banded geckos, the Alongus, but mm -hmm. or Elegans, however you say it. Um, but yeah, he's like, hey, dude, check these out. These are pretty cool too. So definitely something I like the like the Euglepharids, the geckos with uh, like eyelids. Mm -hmm. I really really enjoy all of those. So uh, those are definitely coming here soon. Oh, those elegans are cool too. Yeah, they're all cool. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Chris is going to be sending me some cave geckos at some point. Sweet. Sweet. I, guess, I think he's getting these these elegans that I just hatched out. So nice. Nice, nice, man. And so you just hatched out very goddess. Uh, that one's, I hatched one of those out a few months ago and okay. yesterday, yeah, yesterday just was those elegant elegance. 
Because Phil has some of the Metrotis. Yeah, I've had those before. I gave one. I had a male. I just gave it to my buddy who has a pretty big group of those. So hope they'll be getting some babies from him here soon. Oh, yeah. Keep all of them, every species. Yeah, yeah seeing them in cool. person, man, it is just... Uh, they have, like, the blue shading above the eyes, just like yeah. leopard geckos do. Just, oh, my God. These ones I just hatched out are cool, man. They've got just, like, a perfect stripe on their back. Mm-hmm. Badass. They're awesome. Man, I don't want to want geckos again, but... Yeah, I don't <laughs> either, but... <sighs> damn it, Chris, damn you. Yeah, all of a sudden, like overnight, we're like colubrid guys. That's what we are now. Yeah, gecko's next. I'm not becoming a gecko guy. I don't care what anybody says. That's never happening. <laughs> I want, like I said, I want a pair of really nice gray guards. Like if I could find some really light gray gargoyle geckos, I would 1,000 percent get those. And then I want some cave geckos, and that's it. That's all I want. Then the list just keeps going. Nope. It's a slippery slope. It's not going to happen, man. I'm telling you, I'm not, I don't want to put that much work into geckos. And I want, I want the few that I want, you know, that I will put the work in. It'll be worth it for me, you know. But other than that, no. I want to deal with a bunch of freaking insects again. And no, I can deal with a little bit. But no, I'm not doing it. Anything with legs. I've sworn off things with legs. But I have a feeling I'm going to end up with things with legs. You're going to get Ackies. You're going to get more geckos. Chopras. I'll be adding some of those very soon. What would you consider the most underrated gecko? And I guess snake. Or I guess maybe herp in general in the hobby right now. Oh, colonics, dude. 100%. Um, Yeah, definitely. I mean, colonics are super underrated. I think a lot of. A lot of those like weird smaller geckos are pretty underrated. They're just full of personality and they just interact with you. But I mean, they're not like I'm not trying to anthropomorphize them, but they they definitely interact with you and have their own personalities. Mm-hmm. And then That's I mean, just I would wild say, to me. I would say like colubrids and stuff, but I feel like they're starting to like gain in popularity again. Yeah, there definitely seems to be sort of a like a renaissance of sorts, uh, where people are kind of starting to focus back on on you know maybe not necessarily ball pythons specifically, but things are just people are starting to branch out a little more, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good to see. And I mean, I would like to think that us talking about these sort of more obscure, less commonly kept stuff that isn't hard to keep, but just isn't given its proper due and i mean we have right. a, a part in that and that's just the stuff i always want to talk about because i mean there's there's plenty of information about leopard geckos and and all that stuff and even corn snakes for that matter but i don't know it's just it's cool to highlight the the stuff that doesn't get the proper appreciation yeah for sure that's why dude that's honestly partially why like i got you know i'm getting i'm getting some water snakes um next month and uh that's like that's a huge reason why man because i've always loved nerodia and you know the people i've talked those, to that keep those them, are pretty pretty nerodia with their yeah they are you know but like it's like no it's like yeah dealing with a wild caught nerodia yeah they're nasty they bite you know they're just they're 
they're terrible when you catch them. You know, I love them, but you know that's what everybody complains about. But like as captive bred animals, not I a whole lot going for them. Yeah, you know, but they they also make really good captive animals. You know, like once they're there mm-hmm. and you know and established and whatnot. And so I don't know, man. That's, I'm super excited about those. I'm ready to highlight, you know, a lot a lot about with those. And, Dustin, you seem like a guy that would enjoy some of the rodeo. You need to jump on that train, man. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. You're right. I, I could see it. You seem, you, seem like, <laughs> you seem like a guy that would make a bioactive enclosure. Chris Montross loves the converts. Uh-huh. <laughs> What'd you say, Smitty? I said Chris Montross loves loves the, the converts. Yeah, man. The people who... who just want to dip their toe in that water, but they don't know that it just sucks them in. Yeah. It's all, it all just comes down to space. I mean, I'd have everything if I could, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah. But I'm, I'm you know what? Exactly the... fine. What were you going to say? Okay. I was going to say, there's the, the David Kelly keeps some steraria, like the Decai. Which yeah. <clears throat> those are super common here. Like I just pulled one out of my parents' pool the other day. Like he's been keeping those and he keeps them in like groups, it looks like. And I I really want to talk to him about it and possibly see if he'd be interested in writing an article on them. But he just feeds them those like earthworms cool. and stuff. That would be super a cool. freaking I I, blast. Yeah, I found my first one. My grandparents lived in East Texas, mm-hmm. like almost in Louisiana, and so I was out there last summer. And I found one, and I was just so that, those things are so cool. I spent like thirty minutes just staring at it. Mm-hmm. We get a, we we have the red bellied, so it's Storaria, but it's Occipitomaculata. And you get some that are like a tannish brown; they look almost like a tantilla. And then you get some that are like slate gray, and they just have that like fire blood red belly. And just to have a little group of those, I think would just be would be a ton of fun if they're eating night crawlers and stuff like those are easy enough to get you know just yeah it would be cool to set them up in like a small just naturalistic setup with like just mimic where you're finding them you know right yeah pretty dope and i do miss rough green snakes a little bit i'm getting rough green snakes i don't care what anybody says i'm there's a guy in um, phoenix that just uh hatched out a bunch Really? Yeah. He's posting them all like the local Facebook groups. Dude, grab a pair for me and send them here. Yeah, if I see him, I'll, I'll, I'll hit him up if I see him again. Yeah, man. That's another one, it. like a nice vivarium type setup, you know, something tall, maybe even something like a like one of the screen chameleon cages, you know, with like a yeah. ficus in it or something. You know? Yeah. No, That's really cool. Those guys eat like crickets, right? Yeah. yeah. Grasshoppers. Grasshoppers. I'll be hitting up Kai Fan for for some grasshoppers. Well, I mean, if you if you're buying crickets and grasshoppers, you might as well just get more geckos too. So, <laughs> no, yeah. he got he got us there. <laughs> no, <laughs> nope. It was a trick. <laughs> it's a hoax. I'm hanging up. How often do you get to go herping out there, man? Uh, I try to go like once a week, at least. Uh, I mean, that's like my favorite, one of my favorite things to do this time of year. Man, I got I got to go twice this week. I got to go road cruising twice this week, man. Nice. Yeah, I just went last night. I might go tonight after this. I'm not sure yet. I'm thinking about it too because I want to go at like three, four in the morning, one of these days. Because it's getting so hot, they're coming out real mm-hmm. late. 
Yeah. I want to. I want to try going at like three, four in the morning. So if I'm up for it tonight, I might stay up and try and go. But yeah, that's what it's all about, dude. It's just experimenting, getting out at different times of the day, different times of the night, seeing what works best. For sure, we've been getting a ton of rain the last couple of days. Yeah, so everything's too. stirring things up a lot. That's why yeah. I've been going so much, man. I found there's there's canyons flowing here that I haven't seen flowing in years. It's it's awesome. I want to get out that way and herp so bad, man. Dude, let me know whenever you're out here. We can go, go find some cool stuff. Cool rattlesnakes. Do you get the gopher tortoises where you're at? We get we get desert tortoises. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I found a little little tiny hatchling this year. It was pretty nice. Cool. That's and cool. I found a big girl. She's like that big, uh, like last week or something like that. Nice. That's awesome. Man. We have yeah, uh, we have the gopher gopher tortoises here, and I've I've never come across one, but. That would be a cool, cool find. Yeah, they're hard spots, to come across around here, man. Around here, in certain spots, they're pretty common. That's all. Awesome. I mean, I mean, I love, I love getting out there. I've been, I've been trying for some green rats real hard this year. It's my white whale. I haven't found them yet. Oh man, they! I want green rats. So. Yeah, they're cool. They're super cool. Golly, I want green rats. <laughs> Even in the winter, is it warm enough to where you're still finding some stuff out there? Or is it, I mean, I know some spots there get like snow, but I'm assuming that's more like the northern part of the state. Yeah, I mean, the mountains get snow a lot. Yeah. I mean, we get Tucson here gets a little bit of snow like once or twice a year. Hmm. Uh, but I mean, it's it's a little cold. Stuff's sleeping. You'll see the occasional, like, occasional warm night, you'll see something out, but it slows down pretty good in the winters. What do you find the most of? Typically, Dep depends where you go. Like I've got some spots where I'll go find twenty garter snakes, and I've got some spots where I'll go see ten clubs and a few lardi. You know, mm -hmm. it all just depends where you go. Depends what you're looking for. That's you find a lot of find a lot of specs. Uh, I haven't gone to look for specs yet. They're north of me. They're in Phoenix. Mm. I'm and yeah, a little bit and west in like California. I haven't gone that way yet. Mostly south. Looking for like uh, clobber eye, lard eye, stuff like that. I'm looking up. I'm so out of the loop as far as like the geography of Arizona. So I'm looking it up on Google right now. Yeah, I spent a lot of time like in the uh, down in like the very southeast corner, like Chiricahuas, Wachucas, those mountains. Mm -hmm. But you're are you're in Tucson? I'm in Tucson, yeah. Okay. I'm right at the base of like the uh, west end of the Tucson mountains, so I've got some cool stuff just in my backyard. Neat. A lot of Aatrox, occasional Mojave. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Aatrox. Jake loves Aatrox. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I really do like Aatroxes, though, man. They're, they're super cool. They're cool. We've got some cool ones here. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're like they're Amazon cool. Trevoas. They're, they're shitty attitude. It's just endearing. It's yeah. just, to me, the craziest thing was, like, the difference, man. You know, like, I I worked with cane breaks a lot, like, out this way. You know, I, I took them off plantations. And, man, like, I would lower them in the, into buckets by hand, and they wouldn't even rattle you know, like didn't yeah. make a sound, drop in a bucket, back them up, and then they get kind of pissed when you're walking around with the bag. 
Yeah, but man, the Aatrox is out in Texas, man. You'd be walking up to them, still be 30, 50 feet away, yep. and they're already turned up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just right, we man. The- I was road cruising last night, and we rolled up on this giant Aatrox, and we heard it before we saw it. We were in the car road cruising. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it, yeah, man. They get pissed, man. All that yep. stuff out west is just so much more angry. Yep. <laughs> well, the, the blacktails around here seem to be pretty chill most of the time. Those are another rattlesnake that I love finding. Yeah. You, can get, you can get two different variations. You can get like the lowland one that's a little bit more like tan and silver. Yeah. And the, the island ones that are just that bright gold and black. And they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. Didn't you post a really pretty one of those the other day? I did. Not too long ago. Yeah, that thing was insane, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Nothing yeah. Didn't even care we were there looking at it. The one that awesome. uh, Julander found in Texas was pretty high strung. Mm-hmm. And for some That's reason, a, I was thinking those were... That's those were species. It, yeah, I was assuming that those were a lot more toxic than they are. But apparently, after doing some reading on them, like, they're really not... In terms of toxicity compared to, you know, Mojave's and Aatrox and stuff, like, they're not that high up on the list. Are they uh, not? Are, are, is an Aatrox more hot than a black tail? So. If I recall from what I read, yeah. Oh wow. Maybe. Well, I know Mojave. I know Mojave is one of the nastier rattlesnake venoms. Mm-hmm. I think Mojave is pretty nasty too. Up there, yeah. Pretty gnarly bite. Because you have the Melosis, right? And we were yeah. found in. We found. Uh, was Ornatus. it Ornatus? Yeah. How far are you from the border? Like, how far of a drive is it? Mm, two hours, two and a half hours. Okay, it's not too far. It cracks me up how blocky all the like different parts of Arizona are on a map. Yeah, like Cochise is a complete square. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, man, I want to get out. That I wanted to get out towards that way to her, you know, so bad, man. But I just let me know, man. Those got a place to stay here. We've got some, some cool stuff. Man, that'd be awesome. I might, uh, I might take you up on that one. Anytime, bro. I'll hit you up. i hit you up. I got a lot of trips planned, man, over the over the coming coming year. Yeah. I'm trying to get out to West Texas. Yeah. Some of the colonics, the, uh, the Tikulatas. Let's go, man. I'm with you. Yeah, I think what were, we found Brevis, I think, is what. Yeah. The Reticulatus are cool. They're huge. They're like twice the size of the Brevis. Those Brevis were gorgeous, though, just with all those spots. Yeah. And the one that we found two of them when we were in Big Bend in the state park section. And just the purples on them were just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. You can get. Um, Around here, you can find some that are more banded, and you can find you can also find some that are pretty spotted. I'd like to, I don't know, collect a couple and play with it and see if it's one's a little bit more dominant than the other. Yeah, that'd be cool. God, they come out so tiny. Oh yeah, they're 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 eggs are the size of Tic Tacs. Jesus. Yeah, they're tiny. Like the size What's, of a attack? Yeah. When they're first laid, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're not I mean, they, like oh progress, but they're not big geckos to begin with. I wouldn't what do you even feed something that small? Fruit flies. Which oh, my, my dog dogs for. 
Yeah, yeah fruit flies, what's, pinheads, uh, like nymph, dubia. What's the incubation time on those? Mm, about 60 days, 60 to 70 days. And do you actually, like, you have them set at, like, a certain temperature? You just yeah, got like, a, like a top shelf kind of thing? Okay. Well, I just got an, I have an incubator. I didn't have anything else in it, so I figured I'll just set it, throw them in there. So the Odura incubated at, like, the same time, too. And are they like cresteds where they'll pop out a clutch every month or so, or is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So far. Um, yeah. I had an incubator malfunction at the beginning of my season. So I lost a bunch of Odura eggs and my first two uh, uh, elegance eggs. Yeah. It sucked. So I just have those two. I had shout. She looks like she might be grabbing again. So hopefully I've been feeding her a bunch. So hopefully she'll pop some more out. I got a bunch so of those Odura coming though. I've got. I'm completely unfamiliar with those. What are the, where are those even native to? Australia. Okay. Yeah, the whole genus is found all over Australia. Yeah, I love the the spots on the Manilas. Yeah, those ones are cool. They're. I found those at a. I just found some little tiny babies because they go through a pretty pretty serious change as they mature. Mm -hmm. I just found some little tiny babies at, at my local show, and I was like, oh, these are mine. got to get these. No one even, everyone was just walking by them, didn't even know what they were. And they're not super expensive geckos either, which, I mean, I think I got my pair for like 200 bucks. The female's really, uh, really pretty. Yeah. Yeah, I got lucky too. I found those two babies, and they both ended up being females. The Eurodactyles are uh, really neat too. Yeah, I got a I got a friend that had some, and I was playing with them at one point. And like the way those things move, it's almost more. It's almost like snake like though, because like mm -hmm. the maybe it's just the tail. Like the tail isn't sort of like stiff, I guess. Like you would see with some other geckos. Like it's it's almost kind of just flaccid, and so it kind of just moves with the body. And so there's just this very bizarre motion to them. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I mean, they just, they're kind of funny when they like run up your arm, they just waddle. They're like like you said, their, their tail isn't rigid, so it just moves with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've got a male, and then I think I'm picking up a female up to a Mona from a friend, so hopefully I'll start producing some of those too. Got all kinds they're cool of little geckos, man. Yeah, they are. What's your uh, your experience been with the barons and the the false waters? So what's, what's that? that been, what's what's your experience with those been like with the the false falsies and the the barons? Two more um, snakes to have that I want one. one of these yeah, <laughs> I lost my false water cobra. Oh, um, that's a yeah, bummer. She just didn't start going well with me. I don't know what happened. Um, the barons racer is doing great though. That thing is growing like a weed. Pounds anything that I throw in front of her, and she's. She's cool. Whenever I'm working in the room, I got her like a, in an excess area now. She's a little bit bigger. She just watches me, just stares at me. Mm -hmm. She's so That's cool. Awesome. And she's super chill. Like if I if I go to get her out, she's, I mean, because they're they're rear fanged, and I've heard they're pretty hot. Um, like I pull her out with a hook, and then she's chill. Doesn't even try to bite. And I got her from a local friend who's got like a huge six foot female. And Ooh, damn. She's, yeah. They, they get pretty big. Like, I was surprised when I first saw it. I was like, holy shit, bro. I did not know that they got that big. But they're 
and she's that that big female is pretty chill too. All of his are reluctant to bite. Nice. They're cool snakes. Yeah, That's always that, good with rear fangs. <laughs> yeah. That falsy was cool too. I'm definitely gonna get some more of those and try again. Yeah, I've always had a fascination with false water care. Yeah, I need to talk to Lockton. Yeah, no, for sure. He's got some <laughs> the, the amount that he's been producing <laughs> is just obscene. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're su they're super cool animals. I've heard their I've heard their venom is similar to that of a cane break. Yeah, it's just the delivery system isn't there. Right, yeah. Delivery yeah. system isn't nearly as good, but I heard it's like it's up to par with uh, cane break venom. Oh, that was kind of wild. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of, I mean, hog noses are, I've heard they're pretty hot too. Yeah, man, I've been, I've been nailed by <laughs> Jake hog Jake knows man. about those too. <laughs> I've had one latch onto my finger. You for, you can forget about that shit, man. Yeah. You, you want to talk about a bite that hurts? Jeez, oh, man, they got some powerful jaws. Jeez, oh. Jeez, oh. I really want some Mexican hog nose. Chris I'm, had some of those for a while. Those went to Ryan Cox. Yeah, yeah, they're uh, you can't sell them in Arizona, which kind of sucks. They're native. I'm gonna be messaging uh, Kevin Fisher here soon to uh, try and get my hands on some southern and hogs. That'd be cool. I really want southerns, and then I want melanistic easterns. Are there a lot of people work, working with those? Because I mean, they're toad eaters, right? No. No? Southerns yeah. especially, like Southerns are hard enough yeah, to find you. as is, but never to be able to keeping Southerns. So, yeah. Kevin so Fisher, think... it seems like the only guy who's got it down, because all his all his eat rodents. He's gotten all his That's eat cool. rodents. Just gotta uh, start him on like toads and frog sensing or what? I guess I don't know. I'd have to. I want to talk to him more about it. I'd like to get him on the show to talk about it. But yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I don't I'm know. fairly certain the Southerns are protected here to where you can't collect them. Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking it up and right now. You really yeah. don't. You don't even see Easterns super often around here. You know, I've only found a handful of Easterns. I found I've been lucky enough to find two this year. They're protected in Georgia. Not here. I say, say, I can't, think you can't protected. buy or sell any natives in Arizona. Jeez. Really? Yeah. I mean, can you keep them? Yeah, you can keep them and you can collect anything that's not protected as long as you have like the right license and everything. Just right. Like the license. Um, but yeah, you can't, you can gift to people, but you can't buy or sell. See, that's when you make a gift and you ask for a donation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The gray areas. <laughs> yeah. No. I think that's how it I is with the Jamaican boas too. Try to get out with, with that. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not sure if they're allowed to cross state lines. I mean, you, have to get, you might have to get just like. I think there's some roads. paperwork involved. Yeah. 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 That's something that might be coming here very soon. Ooh. They're yeah. freaking gorgeous. I get taunted with pictures from Nipper and Rob Stone all the time of theirs. Yeah. Nip, Nipper has like freaking eight of them. And he's like, if everything. I could send if I could send you a pair right now, I would. <laughs> Cause he got some that were like, um, like zoo confiscation or uh, not zoo confiscations, but confiscations. And somehow mm -hmm. he ended up with them. And so he's got like freaking 3.3 or 4.4, the damn things. And Jeez. he's like, I would send you some in a heartbeat. And he's like, but and I, we looked into it at one point too. And it's just, it's too much, too much red tape, you know, yeah. just a, a lot of hoops you got to jump through to prove that they were a, you know, not, not collected from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. Um, 
like there has to be a whole bunch of paperwork with them that basically says they're legit, you know. Yeah. Yeah, one of my best friends here has a few pairs, so hopefully I'll get some. And Cuban boas and all that other stuff, all that other Caribbean boas. There's a guy here in, locally that works with almost all of them, so. Is that a... Panda's Fauna on Instagram? I always go herping with him. He's got a, a cool, cool collection, too. There's a guy I'm friends with on Facebook. I can't remember his name at the moment. I'm drawing a blank, but he's got a lot of that uh, Epicrates stuff. Or something like that? Steve, I forget his last name. Um, <laughs> why I'm thinking his last name is Lewis, but that's not right. I don't know. Um, Jeff Murray. That's who it is. Jeff Murray. Yeah, I don't know. He may not be in Arizona, though. I don't know. But he's got a lot of that that really cool stuff that not a lot of people have. And he's actually doing really well with a lot of them. Yeah. But he's also been in it a very long time, from what I understand. Once again, our rooms are much smaller than our ambitions. Yeah. Well, you know, hopefully one day I'll have some property, like Jake said, some property in a little a she shed. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, I've already, I've already got it all in the works, man. There's some, I got 10 acres lined up behind where my parents are. Right He's just going to live in the tent. I'm going to, I'll be, bet your ass i'm gonna live in a camper to save some money to be able to make my snake shed the way i want hell yeah i'd do the same i've already i've already got a whole plan for it man we get a nice side shed split it up into three different categories a python colubrid and quarantine it'd be awesome i have a really great idea jake what you keep the brettles at your place and then I don't have to like part part with them. I mean, are you gonna fund me to feed them? Uh, probably not. Well, <laughs> I don't want to do that. That's something I want to add. Is brittles. There I've you go. A jungle, I've got a jungle male here that he's old. He's like 15, 16 years old. He's an old yeah. pet, and so they got my parents got tired of having him, so he just came here to live here. Nice. Do you have any animals that like you cannot bring yourself to part with? Um, like any in particular? Because this this Brettles thing is really like tearing me apart. As of my my tabu. I mean, yeah. I was like, man, she's in a six foot cage in my reptile room. Mm-hmm. It's so much open space. So that's why I built that cage outside. Um, hopefully, I can make that work. But if not, I guess she'll just go back inside. Dude, that's it. what I should do. Let's build an outdoor enclosure for freaking bigs, man. There we go. People that shit. Might have to bring him in a Maybe couple times. Nah, dude, it's brettles. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't. It does not get cold enough here to, for me to have to worry about that. Yeah, come January, <laughs> it'll get in the thirties pretty frequently. Uh, it's cold. You just build a little hot box and he'll be good. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's true. Lock him in there. 
I would do it. And Casey yeah. Cannon's talked about doing it a lot too, but like the raccoons and stuff around here, they'd bust yeah. into that thing so quick. You'd have to do like two fences, like a, a fence inside of a fence with like, yeah. you know, a solid gap between them and then figure out a way to keep them from climbing and getting you probably want to do like four foot of plexiglass all around it that's one thing that pretty lucky about here is you don't have a lot of like small predators like that i've yeah. only seen one raccoon here ever jeez and I I actually i mean shocked. come to think I of it, when I saw it i haven't really seen that many here in my neighborhood since we moved into this house dude we got raccoons like we got squirrels around here man i see I know. every day right down the road at my parents the house they're everywhere See what you got. There you go. They used to just run rampant and kill my dad's chickens when he had them. Those things are brutal, man. They like bite their heads off through the fence and then just like leave the, the headless body. Dude, they seriously, man. They are those things are no joke and they're stupid strong for their size. Yeah. Like if it's a small enough chicken, they'll like straight up just pull that thing through the freaking chicken wire. Yeah, raccoons are crazy, man. They, and the things they'll do to themselves to get out of a bad situation. Yeah. Disturbing. Like, Jesus Christ. I, I there was I heard something about somebody trapped a raccoon and they came up to their trap and all they saw in the trap was like a whole leg of a raccoon and the rest of it was gone. Just nod its leg off. Yep. It's like holy crap. Just chewed its whole leg off. Let's go. They're pretty gnarly little creatures, man. Yeah. Trash pandas. Need to call Cowboy Wayne. Need to call who? Cowboy Wayne from Saving Silverman. Oh. You broke out. I didn't hear what you said. So. I don't know what to do, man. I don't want to get rid of the brittles, but I have. I, I, it almost brings me to tears, dude. Just keep them. I don't know where to put them. <laughs> I'm, I'm restricted to the confines of my room, and my closet is quarantined. So. Yeah, I got lucky. I put my turtle down in the living room. Looked for a nice little polydarum kind of thing, half land, half water. The wife is okay with that. So it's progress. Slowly just start moving stuff out of the reptile room into the living room in some nicer cages. I'm kind right, of surprised Justin, I got away with dart frog deals. tanks. Just what was that, Jake? Deal. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You got. I'll take when when I have the space at my other place. I'll take bigs, but you got to give me the cages in. Along Are with. Are you them. gonna keep him in the cage? Yeah. That's well. That's the other thing too. It's like that's a really nice cage. I would hate to have to get rid of that too. You know. That's why you don't have to get rid of it. I'll just hold on to it with bigs. <laughs> But at the same time, I don't really see myself breeding brettles like on any serious level. So yeah. it's like I don't know. I just need to bite the bullet and do it. Just rip the band-aid and just cry myself to sleep the night it happens. Well, you got a good man right here who just said he wants brettles, man. That's I don't even know what the hell I'd ship him in. <laughs> Ox. Yeah, I had that issue. I had some big like him bugs. and the female. That's a big box. Saw, yeah. It's like the one that female the... IJ came in that you got I from Brahms. Yeah, I was just about to say that. You saw the bag in the box that Brahms sent me. That female IJ, and man, she's a tank. She's probably about the size of the bigs. Yeah, if it's not a little bigger. Fast. She ain't far off. 
Well, it's funny because Jake was like, oh, yeah, Brahms is sending me this pop one. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I'm expecting like a normal like 12 by <laughs> 9 box. Is freaking huge. I don't even know what the dimensions on that box were, but it was gigantic. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> the FedEx, like the FedEx dude was like, what the hell is this? Uh, yeah, I was not buddy's vibrator. Be that big, like at all. You know, he told me what he. <laughs> he didn't there. believe me. I was like, dude, this thing's huge. He's like, what are you talking about? I was it's like, I saw a picture. It can't be that big. Then I pulled it out, and I was like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> like legit, man. I've got one IJ that's a little bigger than she is, but she's just more heftier. You know, she's just thicker. You know, but as far as length goes, boy. It, those are the two I've got are the two biggest IJs I've ever seen. I told I him, and he didn't believe me. He's like, dude, there's no way it's that big. I'm like, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of Popwins, but, I mean, call me crazy, but this thing's – this is big for a Popwin. He's like, oh, I don't know, man. He showed up, and he's like, Jesus. Yeah. No, she's big. Like I said, I've got one that beats her by a little bit, but they're both extra ordinarily large. Cause I've got my the female that laid for me the first time. Cause that one I got from Brahms produced my second clutch. My first clutch was from a female that's literally like half their size. Like I mean, literally like half their size. You know, she's way smaller. Might be four foot long. You know, four maybe I don't know. Pushing a little bit bigger than four, but you know, it's she's nothing compared to the two of them. It's, it's crazy. I don't know what makes them vary so much in size, but it's nuts. So since you have the Barons racers, do you want to get rhino rats? No. No? <laughs> I know. Ah. I, I don't I don't know. The old world stuff is cool. I appreciate it for what it is, but new world stuff has my heart. That's where I'm at. That's what rustles your jimmies. Amen. Yeah, I really want to get some like bird eaters and Tiger rats eventually when I have the space, stuff like that. But uh, the the rattles are cool. I've messed with them before in the past. Uh, I definitely like the barons better. Uh, they're fun. Waiting to yeah. get barons, man. I want barons cool. so bad. They're awesome. I really want the browns. I want brown barons so bad. That'd be awesome. The blues are cool. I think. I think my the dad to mine was a blue. There's blue to, a blue to green pair, but I really want to get a brown. What about Condros? Yeah, uh, I got a buddy here that just hatched out a bunch of uh, Biox. So yeah, get one of those for him too. And then you'll want to get rid of all your other Moralia. No, you uh, won't. No, then you'll see why why the carpets are superior Moralia. <laughs> yeah. You'll see uh, the truth. Rough Exciting they are not, but they are good to look at. And one day I will have some rough skills. I, for no reason. You know, I'm going to give rough skills like three or so more years to where they're actually within my my ability to financially justify them. Yeah. Yeah, well, I want rough scales bad. Yeah, I, uh, I sold my blood pythons to get that guy, so... The that's, Pythons that's, were cool. They were, yeah, they, they were cool for what they were, but they didn't really fit my my mo. They're like like the semi arboreal arboreal stuff. So mm -hmm. bloods are bloods are glorified ball pythons. 
Oh, awesome. those are fighting words, man. You know, <laughs> Graham Madison's going to come for you. Also, the, the blacks, the black bloods, are they? Like the, the Sumatrans? Yeah, those are cool. Yeah. Those like, are the, like the pumpkin the heads in that? I like the short tails more than bloods. I like Borneos and Sumatrans a lot. I actually yeah. really it was one of these days. Yeah, um, some of the stuff they're but, doing. Uh, I'm not big crazy. on the bloods, but the short tails are awesome. They're the same thing. No. No, they're not. Said it. Definitely not. <laughs> yeah, see, those are fighting words, all right? <laughs> What's uh so do you notice that rough scale with that setup you have it in, like actually taking full advantage of all the oh, little yeah. crevices and the, stuff? Never on the ground. Always up. That's cool. away in one of those crevices. Man, well, the bears the bears in the subox yeah. would love uh, like a setup like that. Like yeah? they they'd use the hell out of it too. Do you have a picture of it on your Instagram, Dustin? Uh, he does. I do. Yeah. I'm going to go look for it right now because I don't believe I've seen it. Yeah, I mean, it was easy to make. It took me oh, five days. What? If that. Right. So you carved, so that's all foam? Yeah, that's all that like purple insulation foam. Wow. Dude, that's awesome. Thanks, man. If I did it, it would look like a, a rock ledge out of Minecraft. Like it, would, <laughs> it would not be, it would not look as good as that. I can guarantee it's so, it. It's it, it's a little discouraging because it looks like shit in the beginning. You just got to trust the process, and like it, it gets better as you go. Because Paul McIntyre and Cody did something similar, like with the foam and I guess like the wire cutter heat. Mm -hmm. Thing and they did some for some of their like uh, twin spots and it looks really good. Yeah, man, I'm gonna have to pick your brain on that one, man. That's super cool. Yeah, feel free to mess with anything you want. I mean, it's uh, it's it's like I said, it's it's simple, it's easy, it's intimidating, definitely intimidating. But it's I mean, if you mess up, you can just restart. You just it's not right. hard to take it out or repaint it. You know, right. painting is definitely the hardest part. There's, there's many times that I've not liked the way it looks, so I just restarted. Yeah. So do you, like, shave? Like, do you thin it out some, or is it all, like, the like what thickness of it do you buy originally? Like, the, the actual um, It's, like, itself? three quarters of an inch. Okay. And then I've also, I've also started playing around with, like, the big blocks of, like, styrofoam, like, actual styrofoam, mm -hmm. and carving that out. Because I tried to do it before I got that... Uh, like hot wire cutter, I try to do it just like a snake knife, like I would with the expanding foam. And right. Like crap. Like you could totally tell it was styrofoam. But that hot wire cutter is is it's awesome. It makes things look so much better and it's so much easier and faster. But it does throw off a lot of vapors, so you got to wear like a mask or be outside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should have done a video on that, dude. I thought about it. it looks so good. It takes so much time to make it. I've, I've even like recorded like a, a room tour before. And I'm pretty sure it's still on my phone from like a year ago. It's never uploaded it. And the rough scale one is like three pieces. So you did the two sides in the back. Yeah. So I just, and like, I just carved it all. Like I just made it so I could just like take it in and out and see how things fit together. Like see how the wall. It's freaking seamless. And then once I like got all the, like the right angles and everything for it to look seamless, then I just silicone it to the tank. And it's pretty easy to paint too, like that that paint just if you get it on the glass of the of the tanks, you can just scrape it right off. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's awesome, that, dude. That's an that's in an Exoterra, right? Yeah, it's just in a little like uh, twelve by twelve by eighteen. Yeah. It won't last him long, but I figured I'll just throw some geckos or something in it when it's done, when he's done with it. Oh yeah, man. Have you seen the lids that um? Oh, why is that company? Justin, what's the Cajun company that makes those really crazy looking cages? Focus Cube. Focus Cube. Have you seen the lids that they make for Exoterras? Um, I think so. I've seen the ones that like DW makes where it's like half, it's like mostly covered. With, like, or, like it's mostly covered with like a little bit of mesh. Well, I think theirs, I, it might be optional for mesh, but I know some of theirs are just like full plastic on top to where like you can mount a uh, like a heat panel and stuff on it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, it was pretty neat, man. Where you can, it works a lot better. So you could do like the above mounted hides and uh, and heat panels and stuff like that in an XO. They make, I'm pretty sure they make them for all the sizes. That's cool. Also, that's better nice. for bulking and humidity and whatnot. Yeah, because I just got a big like 36 long by 18 deep by 36 tall Exoterra Woo! for steel on Facebook Marketplace. So nice. That'll that'll get a nice background. Maybe the rough scale going that when he's bigger. Yeah, man. But that'd be cool to be able to mount like the the top hides because I use those a lot. I use those for my scrubs. I have those. Oh yeah, the mounted the mounted ones. Oh yeah, that scrub never leaves it. They love them. I mean, even my boas, the Sonoran boas, never leave it. They love it. That's their favorite place to be. That's awesome. And it's cool to see them hunting from it. They'll just like peek down, just like (laughs) like a conjurer would, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's How awesome. big are the sheets of that foam when you like when you you getting it from Lowe's or Home Depot? I assume. Yeah, yeah. I just get them eight by eight by four. Okay. And then you, they'll cut it down to like two foot sections for you if you want mm-hmm. for free. So, so I mean, if you're driving like a car, you can just shove it in the back seat. Hmm. I really do want to do like a, a nice like a naturalistic ish setup for you know a pair of bears or some of the subox or something, but. Yeah, I don't have it's, any it's way cool of. It's cool to see him. It's cool to like finish it and then see him use it. It's it's mm-hmm. Well, I took a lot of pictures when we were in Texas of like the rock cuts and sort of mm-hmm. how yeah, the vegetation the is and yeah. Whenever I'm hiking, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Maybe I can try to do that for some inspiration. Oh yeah, man, you got some awesome stuff, dude. I'm still. <laughs> your page thanks dude and i love dude i i was trying to make sure i had it right that you you know you found rock rattlesnakes out where you are but man i'm i am obsessed with rock rattlesnakes some of the ones you some of the ones you posted on here are just insanely gorgeous they're they're awesome they're they're probably my favorite rattlesnake species that we have here the originals are cool too i don't i don't have a huge want to keep venomous Mm-hmm. But I have a small, <laughs> I have a small account of venomous snakes. I want to keep one day, and rock rattlesnakes are definitely like at the top of that. Yeah. I want to keep all the gistrodon. Like I love, I love cottonmouths and you know stuff like that. But I really love, I really love the uh, rock rattlesnakes. Yeah, we're only allowed to keep natives here, but you can't keep rocks because they're protected. Ah, uh, yeah, no. No twin spots, no uh, massasagas, no clobberi, no willardi, and no helos. Everything else is fair game except exotics. I got gotcha. you. 
I'd love to do a background like that for like a tiger, like a nice tiger or something like that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the wife Would said you- no hots in the house though. So once I get my she shed. Yeah. I just I, I just want one, you know, just one. Yeah, I don't. I don't want anything nuts. I know there's only one exotic that I want, and that's the, the that's the Mexican cantels. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the, the that's oh, probably man. the only exotic hot snake that I want. Because man, they're you just think so I like, cool. You think I like uh, New World Colubrids, man? All those rattlesnakes are insane. Yeah. And I mean, Would, go ahead. I was going to ask about the background that you have in the the gastro setup. Uh yeah, uh which one I've got like like the the rounded rock oh, okay. looking yeah I did bought you those do the same actually. thing oh, okay no I bought those um shit I wish I could give them the give them the uh, shout out but I forget what company that was it's like uh the Barium Works that's what it is it's actually based out of Arizona too I think and so they're a little bit cheaper than like the Universal rocks mm-hmm. but you can like order packs. Of those little rocks like that and he's got like big ones and like ledges and stuff like that hmm. those are the ones that like stand up and do the tongue thing right yeah oh yeah yeah those things are cool i just got those not too long ago i got a little group of those got a few babies and a proven pair and so hopefully i'll start getting eggs out of those soon too those things are sweet. What? I, need to post, I need to post a picture of my mail because he is so blue. So what's the the future plans as far as like species you don't have but you want to get into and stuff that you're you have currently that you're looking to sort of expand upon? Um definitely I don't know, maybe some more carpets. Maybe like uh, some locality carpets. I want some IJs. I really want some nice, like, orange IJs. Those things would be sweet. Um, definitely more New World Colubrids. Definitely more geckos, more, like, Australian geckos. I might have some Australian leaf tails coming soon. Some knobtails coming oh, soon. Oh, cool. Ooh, which knobtail species you get? Um, let's see. I think they're lettuce. Okay. Phil has intrigued me with those as well. I'll probably never yeah, never get some, but I definitely because of him, I definitely like to to check them out and I like seeing them at shows. I haven't, and stuff. I haven't kept them or worked with them before, but they're cool. They're very interesting. And I might be able to hook you up with some IJs here in the near future. Yeah, let me know. Uh, I'll be selling selling some here shortly. Sweet. Yeah, man. I'm surprised you don't have Strophurus. Not yet. Not yet. That seems like that would be kind of right up your alley with given, yep. you know, the other stuff you've got. Very soon. I would 100% break the whole if it has legs, I'm avoiding it thing for, for those. Yeah, those those are just so insane. badass. Yeah. Yeah, those definitely coming here soon. Sounds like you got everything coming there soon, man. Damn. Well, we'll see. He has yeah. eclectic tastes. Yeah, oh, he's got, he's got gets, good taste, man. It's more and more expensive as, as I get into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I want this. Oh, wow, that's really expensive. That's what you should put in that that rough scale cage that you have now. When he outgrows that, is get some from Strophurus, dude. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, 
cool. It's perfect for them. It's ready. Just throw like a some branches in there. Yeah. I want to get some more uh, Odura species too. How many species are there in the in the states? Uh, there's like 20 in Australia. Really? Maybe, maybe more. Yeah, there. It's crazy. Wow. Um, I'm not sure. There might be like four or five that I know. Probably more. You know, there's people out there with crazy stuff that don't really talk about it. I think there's like Ooh. five or six that I've seen. Because you have the Castigliani, the Northerns. You've got. Uh, Robusta, which I don't even think they're Odura anymore. Got, I, I don't know, I'm not sure. There's some more. Kogurai. There's. It's bizarre looking. I'm looking at some on Google right now. Yeah, I've got a boat somewhere around here. I'll show you the geckos. You ever yeah, kept any like Euromastics or anything like that? Euromastics, no. Um, that is something. I mean, wouldn't be opposed to it, but no, I don't. I don't have any of those. I haven't had. Haven't had any of those. They are sweet though. I built mm -hmm. an outdoor pen for a big Egyptian that my friend has. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's got a big. Definitely don't see those as much anymore either. Mm -hmm. They're huge. I didn't realize they got that big. Yeah, dude, it's like a small dog. Yep. Yeah, definitely um, add some more like New World Colubrids, probably. Like I said, some bird eaters would be tight. Some tiger rats. They, they just take up a lot of space. Bears? Yes. Subox? Yes. Uh, maybe some more king snake stuff. I've got a lone male Therai here that I'd like to get a female for. Hmm. I do regret getting rid of those. I had, they're, they're cool. I had a, a group awesome. of them and they were awesome. Yeah, I've got a the local Tucson shows coming here in October, so probably pick up. I always see a couple of their eyes there, so I see a nice bigger female. I'll probably pick her up. That's a that's another species I'm surprised aren't more popular, just given the amount of variation. You know, all yeah. the all the different well, I mean, colors they, and stuff. They used to be super popular, you know. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they pick up in popularity like all the other Kluvers are right now. So, But I'm also surprised, I mean, in that same same sort of vein, like I'm surprised the Dion's aren't more popular because those come in a ton of different colors. You know, the the now three yeah. I have, adults, they none, they don't, all three of them look different, like color-wise. Are they, are they pretty easy to get started as babies? Do they like, are they like lizard eaters or anything like that? Uh, no, not as, as far no. as I know, they're not. I'm, I mean, time will tell. I've, I've been keeping the original pair I got from Zach together a good bit lately. Um, mm -hmm. she was, so she came, the first female came in gravid. We went to Texas. I came back or either, it was either after I came back or before I left, she had laid a clutch and they were all slugs. So. They're they're weird. Like they they have a really long gestation period, and then you put them in the like they lay the eggs, you put them in the incubator, and the eggs hatch after like a month. Yeah, it's I kind of it's very those. strange. That is um, weird. Yeah, and so I'm I'm really anxious to see 
sort of what happened. Is that original pair supposed to be Siberian? And then the female that came in today is Beijing. Um, so I'm curious to see if there's any variation as far as the babies go, because the male's like this apricot pinkish orange that I cannot get on on camera well at all. And the female's kind of almost looks like a garter with that like dark army green with like the yellow stripes and sort of highlights and stuff. Uh -huh. So I don't, I don't know what they'll produce, but just be sort see. of flying by the seat of my pants with those. And they have a huge yeah, range. Like they're literally from one side of Eurasia to the other. That's cool. A lot of diversity then. Just in like look wise, huh? Well, they, there's like there's crazy reds, there's melanistics, there's stripes, there's That's cool. There's all kinds of stuff. Like there's that's why I'm kind of surprised they're not more popular because I mean they're not hard to keep. And there's a color for anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the way I've seen the reptile like, industry going is that's what's becoming more popular is that weird stuff. So they might rise in popularity here pretty soon, especially if you guys keep talk talking about them. <laughs> yeah. But from what I understand, they used to, in talking to Rob Stone and stuff, like they used to be around those and the bimaculata, which they're very closely related. Um, they used to come in and stuff all the time, but for I guess just like so many other species, like interest just wasn't really wasn't really there. So, you know, the people stopped bringing them in. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a picture, like literally from like one side to like the other. That's crazy. Yeah, it's probably one of the biggest ranges of of any species. Those in Viperibaris. Uh, just massive, wow. massive range, and that's that's interesting too. Because I think if you look, if you look at these Dion's, and then you look at some of the Vipera, the the Burris, um, there is kind of a slight resemblance. So I wonder if there's some sort of level of mimicry going on there. So I don't know, but damn, Doctor Messenger got me all hooked on the Chinese and Asian Elafe and stuff. Yeah, I'm pretty on that new world stuff. Yeah. I don't know what you it know. is. Like, for whatever reason, old world stuff just kind of, I mean, that and, you know, the North American Pantherophis. Like, yeah. It's just, that's become my jam. Yeah. I'd like Couldn't to get some why. Winsky's rats. Those would be cool. I'm I'm planning, so I have that pair of thorn scrubs, which is the Emory Milmorum subspecies mm -hmm. that I got from he Chris got me a pair of uh, found me a pair of new Aces County adults and I'm planning to pair those up come spring they're gonna go into rotation with you know brumating and everything and interested to see what happens there because the male has kind of an aberrancy to him like a pattern wise and from what it's looked like when Chris Montross has paired some of his that had sort of an aberrancy like babies came out with a lot of aberrancy as well like stripes and stuff so I'm interested to see what happens with that. Yeah, that's a cool. They're neat. Good old Texas specials. But uh, we're at an hour 45. All right, all right. Jake, do you have anything else? Uh, no, but Dustin, I super enjoyed this episode, man. Glad to, uh, glad to have had you on, and you'll definitely be hearing from me about some stuff. 
That's awesome, man. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was a pleasure talking to you guys. Like, I, I'm still pretty new into this whole industry, I guess, hobby, really taking it serious. So hopefully some big stuff is soon to come. But as right now, I'm just enjoying what I got, you know. Yeah, that's all what it's about, man. It seems like you're on the right track. You're on the up and up for all, all kinds of good stuff, man. Yeah, we'll have to do a Snakes and Stogies episode at some point, like a Coleonics special yeah. with Chris and Phil and, you know. Yeah. Figure out a, we, unfortunately, because we do it on Sundays or Mondays now, Chris, his schedule doesn't work with that. So we may do it on like a Sunday night or something different. Change it up. Cool. Yeah, I'm free most nights, so whatever. Cool. All right, man. Well, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram at gecko.sphere, like the world, like the sphere. Mm -hmm. um, and then I don't really have a Facebook. I mean, I have a, my personal, Dustin Grand. You can add me. It's mostly just personal stuff, not really reptiles. But, yeah, just Instagram. You can see the awesome background action that he's he's created. Y'all yeah. definitely top of check him out, man. He got some absolutely incredible animals. Yeah. Thank you guys. Come in. I'm dude, I'm freaking obsessed with those uh those Mexican Mexican cave uh the floppies. Yeah. Yeah, those are cool. <laughs> so freaking cool. Uh, That's the problem with doing a podcast is you talk to all these people that have all this cool stuff and then you somehow you want it and you realize you have nowhere to put it. Yeah. You know what, Jake? I'll just keep spamming you with pictures as they age. That's fine. And that's man. what Alan Males, Stevens does he, with Aki pictures. Spamming all the pictures so I can stay updated with them. So I, I know yeah. once you have some babies. But I, I already got the space, but I'm about to have all the space to get all the stuff I want. So it's just uh, it's a nonstop assault all the time. Like we have Jason Keller sending us pictures of Baron's babies. Oh God. We have Alan Stevens sending Aki pictures all the time. We got Chris sending us all the cool stuff he's hatch hatching out. It's just like make it stop. I have to just put the put the blinders on. Who's that male? Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah, he's pretty. He's pretty silver. My female's a little bit more red. Ah, uh, he's so cool. Yeah, dude. They get pretty. Pattern just reminds like, me of a jungle corn. A little bit. They got some weird little bug eyes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was about to say their eyes were the wackiest things about me, man. The picture you posted, it's like that they have really itty bitty pupils. Yeah. Crazy. And these guys have been known to uh, hang out in caves and whack bats out of the air, too. Down I believe it. Uh, so cool. Yeah, I'm going to have to pick your brain about those, man. Super All right. Awesome. How, long, how long have you had those, just real quick, before we go out? Not very long. I've only had them for uh, maybe six months. I got you. Well, that's long enough. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate it. This was episode yeah, 129. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. THP. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. We will see definitely everyone. Huh? That we'll definitely have to do it again in the future. Sounds good. Have you back. We'll see everybody Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Snakes and Stogies episode 80. I can't even keep up with them anymore. Um, I don't know. We talked about doing the Dorothy Lapis School for Kids Who Can't Read Good, Volume Three, but I don't. I don't know if we made an official decision on that or not because people keep saying do another book episode, and if I'm running out of books to showcase, like I've, I've, I'm covering them all. So. Yeah, you guys have been making me go straight to the book tables. Oh man.
I've been raised my, my parents, dude. My parents have because my stepdad used to own a reptile shop in California, also. Okay. And so he just has a shit ton of mm. reptile books. And every time I go over there, I'm like, oh, I might take this one home and take this one home <laughs> and take this one home. Some good yeah. stuff that um, Pythons of the World Volume One, the Australian one. Mm -hmm. They had that. That came home. Don't blame me there. Yeah, like the the Mountain King books. They've got that. They've got a bunch of stuff. Bunch of really cool weird stuff. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna have to dig through my uh, my bookshelf again for this next round. See what I can find that I haven't talked about already. It's getting tough. Just means I have to buy more. Yep. I guess it's expensive. It's expensive as the it's, it's so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we will see everybody later. All right. See y'all next week.